Hi there. I am so excited to invite you to attend our fourth annual free virtual special education and advocacy conference. We are hosting it here at Ashley Barlow Company in partnership with Rebecca Poe Teaching. And we are so excited for a few new things at this year's conference. The first new thing is that we have not just one, but two different tracks for attendance. For the first time ever, we have created a track that is specific for school staff and teachers. We also still have that traditional track that we intend to be really great for parents and caregivers in the IEP arena. So yes, we have a teacher track and a parent track. On that teacher track, you are going to learn about things like easier data collection, gestalt language processing, behavior reading, and other super hot topics in special education practice, as well as advocacy. On the teacher and caregiver track, you're going to learn about stress management for caregivers, using adaptive books, something that I have really kind of um, dove into here at my own house, inclusion advocacy, advocacy strategies, and so, so much more. That free ticket will give you one pass, one access to one presentation per hour on the track that you choose, either that teacher track or the parent track. Of course, if you are not available on January 19th or January 20th when the conference is taking place, you can buy tickets to access the conference on demand. And those tickets, of course, are available at our website, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference slash 2024. Check out the website for more information about ticketing. This year, we also have something super exciting planned. We have decided to make this a two-day event. When I partnered with Rebecca Poe Teaching, I told her that I really feel like School districts, disability organizations, and other community organizations need to start providing trainings that are accessible to teachers, related service providers, administrators, parents and caregivers, and other community members that are interested in IEP support. What if we all attended the same training? What if we all learned information about special education practice? curriculum, how to read evaluations, that kind of stuff, about special education advocacy, how we can collaborate more, how we can work together, and even about special education laws. What if we all attended those presentations and we workshopped them together? So together with Rebecca Poe Teaching, I have created the Empowered Workshop Series, and we are excited to bring it to your organization or school in 2024 and beyond. If you are interested in having Rebecca and I bring a workshop to you, you can see a preview of the Empowered Workshops on January 19th, the Friday before our main conference programming. For more information about that, either send me a DM or check out the website, again, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference dash 2024. We hope to see you January 19th and or January 20th and can't wait to connect with you. Hi everyone. Welcome to the Ashley Barlow Company podcast. I'm Ashley Barlow, your host. If you are a parent, 
a teacher or someone who works at a school, or you're a community member, a volunteer or a staff member at an organization that supports people with special education plans, a coach, a tutor, or even a grandparent, you're in the right place. Sit back with an ice cold glass of lemonade, put on your walking shoes and grab some headphones, roll down the windows and cruise. Ready, set, go. Educate, educate, collaborate. Welcome back to another episode of Special Education Advocacy with Ashley Barlow. I'm Ashley Barlow, and I'm so happy you're here. Friends, we are wrapping up 2022 with some really exciting news. Today's episode is publishing the, let's see, two days after Christmas, and today we have opened registration for our third annual virtual special education advocacy conference and we have an awesome lineup planned for you and actually the lineup kind of ties into the theme for this year's podcast because this or not this year's today's podcast because today's episode is about trends that i see in special education so 2022 really became like super obvious to me right in the beginning of the year. I'm interrupting myself to say that I am recording this podcast at home because in 78, which is the year that I was born, Cincinnati has not had a blizzard. And we had a blizzard last night. I'm recording this on December 23rd. And I think early this morning or late last night, we had blizzard conditions. There might be some background noise. There might be a wave to a kid that just woke up. And that is all okay, as you are very used to. Our brand around here is perfectly imperfect. I don't strive for perfection and I don't expect it of anybody else. Okay, carrying on. So 2022 hit us with trends right away. What were the trends that we saw in special education? In my opinion, they were largely related to the COVID shutdown. I think people, as kids started getting out more and as life became more quote unquote normal, issues that kids had been having that were a little bit more, let's say under the surface or less obvious, became far more obvious. And so what trends did we see? This ties into the conference because I have scheduled a conference lineup for you that is very parallel to those trends that we saw in 2022. So I want to hit you with the trends of 2022 and I want to invite you to, to attend the free virtual conference that we are hosting on January 28th of 2023 in just one month. Okay, the and I'm going to tell you more about the conference here in a second. The first trend that we saw in 2022 is behavior. Holy cow, have I had a lot of behavior cases. And these behavior cases run the gamut of what the kind of underlying cause for the behaviors were. I did see a lot of problematic behaviors in my clients. I did have a lot of clients that called for manifestation determination review things, for problematic behaviors, some students that really did need alternate placement, a few students that needed hospitalization. We did see some problematic behaviors in 2022. 
slightly more than what I normally see. But I also saw a really strong increase in what I like to call human behavior. Those things that are, yes, maybe problematic, get in the way of learning and adaptive behaviors, but more just kind of things that are like consistent in your life. And I saw a lot of those behaviors that were stemming secondarily from a mental health condition like anxiety, depression, executive functioning, struggles, that sort of thing. So of course, when I see things that are tied to mental health, it always makes me want to really like ramp up the empathy in my advocacy. And I think I even have the episode number for the podcast on empathy provoking advocacy. I think that's podcast number 35, if I remember correctly. I didn't go back and check my notes, so you might have to scroll on your podcast app if you wanna look at that. That's the solution to me, is really getting the school team to understand the child, understand the human, and to separate out the behavior from the student. Of course, when I see behavior things, I'm always looking for the function of the behavior. If it's, if it is mental health, is that, could that be tied to a sensory thing? Could it be tied to the need for attention, like the need to be heard, the need for that positive attention. And then practically what I'm doing is I'm asking for a lot of functional behavioral assessments. I'm asking for a lot of FBAs. I'm getting behaviorists involved. But before I get the behaviorists involved, I really want the school team to understand what the parents and the parents outside team thinks about the behaviors. Cause we've got to look for the right things or at least make good hypotheses when we are going through that behavior analysis process. So I have some really good things lined up for you behaviorally in the conference. Like the conference is really hitting on behavior this year. So I have Rosemary Griffin from ABA Speech by Rose, humongous Instagram following. She is talking about the power of joint attention. I have Caitlin Mabry, who is at Journey With Me through ADHD. Hilarious. You guys probably remember Tyler Dorsey, who owns Focus Forward in Lexington, Kentucky. She has been a conference speaker in the past. I found Caitlin's Instagram profile, I think actually this year, and I was like, oh my gosh, she would be great at the conference because I have a lot of students who had ADHD but didn't need an IEP until 2022. And so I was like, oh, this ADHD profile is really great. Caitlin works for Tyler at Focus Forward in Lexington, Kentucky, which is just crazy how things circle through. So she's going to present a topic that is called Seeing Through the Lens of Emotional Dysregulation, which I have seen as a hugely important trend in 2022. And then I have Molly Johnson of the Autism Consultant, buddy that I have followed online for quite some time. And she is talking about proactive and reactive behavior strategies. So We've got some really great, and I've got lots of other behavior topics as well, actually. So we've got some really great stuff going on in 2023 at our free conference. All right, trend number two, caregiver fatigue. Holy cow, we are just exhausted. I think the pandemic had an effect on us that is going to be very long lasting. When I broke my back, I I don't know, I should probably repeat a little bit of that background. When I was 15 years old, I was in a gasoline explosion. My wave runner exploded and it shot me like 20 something feet in the air. And so I have four compression fractures in my back. 
crack and compression fractures don't heal. And in fact, it gets degenerative because the soft tissue gets damaged and that stuff doesn't go back where it was supposed to go very well. And so I have chronic pain and all this other stuff associated with it. And then I also was lucky enough that my PTSD did not go away. And so in layman's terms, back in 1993, what the mental health professionals told me was that lots of times symptoms of acute trauma will resolve themselves with good work over the course of about three years. You can look for about three years. My uncle died at the age of 49 in probably 1999, and they told my aunt the same thing. About three years, the grief should feel less pervasive. When my husband had cancer in 2012, I went to my OBGYN because that's the only doctor I could get to for my follow-up. And I said, I'm starting to worry about my mind. Like I'm putting my orange juice in the pantry and I'm like, I can't finish sentences and that sort of thing. And he said, they say about three years from a traumatic event and you're only several months out of his cancer diagnosis and his surgery and give yourself a little bit of grace. So I think this three-year thing is pretty accurate. I've seen lots of people go through these life-altering perspective-building experiences. And so you apply this to what happened to us in 2020 and 2021, and to a large extent for many families in the disability community continues to happen. And I think that whether it was big trauma or micro traumas along the course of the pandemic, it's clear that we are all still struggling as a global population, as a disability community, etc. So I think we just need to give ourselves grace there. I am not a mental health professional. Um, and that is why I have a couple of topics on mental health and care for caregivers. I'm really excited about one presentation it is titled Strengthening Support for Family Caregivers. The presenters are Heather Sachs and Rachel Starr. Rachel is my marketing and tech, and Heather was most recently the policy director for the National Down Syndrome Congress. I've known Heather, I think, since Jack's first or second year of life. She is just an incredible policy expert and also a parent in the Down Syndrome community and an attorney. And they work with an organization called My Hannah. I am really proud to have partnered with My Hannah for some content as well. My Hannah is rolling out a platform this year that will provide extensive virtual supports to families and self-advocates in the disability community. And so they're gonna talk about that caregiver support network. And I think it's really good stuff. And they're gonna talk about it a little bit from the policy perspective too, which is an interesting perspective. And the final topic that I saw in 2022 as hitting you in the face, like how are we not, how did we not see this pre-pandemic? And I don't know that it's necessarily related to the pandemic, but I suspected it, is SLD eligibility. Oh my gosh, I have had so many kids with dyslexia and dysgraphia come through my office this year and their parents are saying they weren't eligible in fourth grade, they weren't eligible in sixth grade, but something's gotta give. Now we're in middle school or high school and we're having all these problems. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that students learned online and instruction was not as wonderful 
in remote and back and forth situations. And students had a hard time learning by reading and with crazy schedules and that kind of thing. So I think it actually has probably to do more with the on again, off again nature of relation of education in the last couple of years than it does with actually trying to access reading or access education via reading and writing independently. But that kind of ties to a major research and education initiative that I've undertaken here in my little corner of the world, which is the science of reading. In early 2021, I started seeing lots and lots about the science of reading and the idea of structured literacy versus balanced literacy and all of these kind of ideas about reading were like at every conference I was going to and at all of the people I follow on social media and then teachers that I talked to and at IEP meetings, I was hearing so, so much about the science of reading. And so I have spent a lot of time reading and researching and seeing if I could get up to speed on the science of reading. And one of my favorite Instagram people <laughs> that talks about literacy is Hannah Stroud. She's over at my literacy space, and she's going to talk at the conference this year about the science of reading. Her topic is called A Recipe of Reading. Let's look at the science. So I am like just ultimately excited about that hour that we're going to spend together because she is just incredible online and I am certain that this will be a great presentation. Those are the major trends that I saw and the reason I talk about trends is really because first of all it might help us issue spot if you've got a student that is experiencing one of those things and you might be like oh so that's like a thing, right? And it might help you look for resources. Another reason is because there is power in numbers. There is strength in being together. And particularly on the behavior front, I think a lot of people feel as though they're at it alone. And you're not. We're not. We have had lots of struggles with behavior, particularly behavior that's founded in anxiety here at our house. And it's nice to know that we are in this with a whole community of other people. And I really think that's like the power of the internet because you might be listening to this in Australia and know that there's a little boy in Kentucky that's struggling with anxiety and that's impacting his behavior at school. And that might give you some peace or some sense of community in that one particular struggle. So I share it for, the, for those few reasons. And also just to give you a little bit of background about the conference, because I'm super duper crazy excited about the conference this year. So the conference is on January 28th, 2023. It will be live that day and it will be free for the live access. So we are actually doing three different structures for, for the conference this year. The first structure is that free uh, structure that we've had always. You will get to view one session at a time and each session will have a choice of two or three different presenters. We are also doing a live package and for the live package you will have the opportunity to view a live presenter per hour and really see the things live, not pre-recorded sessions. 
And you will also get a ticket to be able to watch everything on demand over the course of a specific period of time. So if you aren't able to attend on the 28th, or if there are two sessions that you really like that are streaming at the same time, or if you simply don't have time and you want to do this on your own time, then you can buy that live ticket and you get all of the pre-recordings that you can watch on demand whenever you want as you're folding laundry and sitting in the carpool line, etc., etc. And then we are selling a third subscription because super exciting news, we are rolling out in 2023, a program called Ashley Barlow Club. I can't avoid the ABC acronyms, I'm super sorry. So Ashley Barlow Club is a monthly subscription and we are offering it at a discounted rate in 2023. And we are starting it on the 28th when we have the conference. So much more about that. But club members are going to get the podcast a week early. They're going to get discounts on all resources. We have a chat board set up with questions. I've actually already planned the questions for the entire year. So weekly prompts. There is basically two different resources that will drop into your inbox on a monthly basis. So checklists, guides, PDF worksheets, workbooks, that kind of thing. And actually this year, because we're rolling it out this year, everybody that joins the club gets a free subscription to my digital course, the Special Education and Advocacy Lab. So lots more on that, but that is all tied into the conference. And I'm really excited to welcome you to the 2023 conference. I wish you a very, very happy holidays. Have a great, peaceful week. If you have to go to work, I hope that it is tolerable. I have a few hours of work each day planned and I actually enjoy this organizational time of the year when you're just like setting goals for 2023 and continuing to plow away. It's a little quieter, slower, and I hope that you enjoy lots of time with your family. I will see you next week, which will be in 2023. Same time, same place.